there's a lot more work involved behind the scenes that you don't see. But it's very easy for you to assume that all there is in a launch is ticking off all of the different tasks because you're not seeing the time that other people are putting into planning the strategy behind their launches. You're just seeing that finished product. You're seeing that finished sales page, the ads, the social media posts, all of those things, but you're not seeing the work that went into the strategy behind those things. Welcome to Socialette. I'm your host, Steph Taylor. As a launch strategist and digital marketer, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way while building a seven-figure online business. If you're an overwhelmed business owner struggling to scale while also keeping your clients happy, this podcast is for you. Join me as I share actionable advice for creating an online business that feels good and brings you so much joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt that is designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co slash dbb or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Socialette. This is episode 541. This episode today was inspired by the responses that I got to a particular survey question I asked last last month, a couple of months ago. And I asked my audience, how can I support you in launching or relaunching your digital product? Now, quite a few people replied with something that was along the lines of, tell me exactly what to do step-by-step to launch. And this got me thinking because I can very easily tell you what to do in a launch. I could give you a checklist or a plan for your launch with every single task that you need to do that you can tick off as you go, but I would be setting you up to fail. Knowing what to do isn't the hardest part of your launch. It feels like the hardest part right now because you don't know what you need to do. And it feels overwhelming to figure that all out. But there are three more important pillars in your launch. That is strategy, planning, and action. So if I was to give you the what to do, I would essentially be doing some of that planning part for you. But then I wouldn't be doing the strategy and the action. And I wouldn't be setting up setting you up to succeed with the strategy and the action. So let's look at each one of these pillars in a little bit more detail so you can understand how they all fit together to create that profitable launch. Pillar number one, strategy. Now, planning and action alone, they will get your launch off the ground. It will happen. You know, if you're planning uh, all of the things that need to be done and you're taking action on all of the things that need to be done, your launch will happen But your strategy is where the profit lies. And this is where so many launches go wrong. They do all of the right things, but they neglect the strategy behind what they are doing. And then they wonder, why did my launch not end up being as big as I wanted it to be? Why did it not meet my expectations? A successful launch will move your ideal customer from where they are at right now to the point where they are ready to buy from you when you open doors. This takes a little bit of time and this also takes strategy. This is what your strategy does. It nurtures those people from where they are right now 
to the point where they are ready to buy from you. Your strategy behind your launch, that encompasses so many different things. And I think we forget about this. We forget about the strategy behind how you are positioning your offer, how you're communicating with your audience, the words you're using, the content you're sharing in the lead up to doors open, the the topic you're teaching in the webinar, what content you're giving away in your lead magnet, what emails you're sending to your list, all of these things, you can tick them off on a plan But without a strategy, they're not going to achieve that end goal of getting that ideal customer to the point where they are ready to buy from you when you open doors. Strategy isn't a box ticking exercise. It's not something that you do once and then you tick it off on a checklist. It becomes this iterative process of putting content out there and then listening to see what your audience says in return and refining. It's this process of launching and testing your messaging with your launch and then tweaking it the next time you launch and launching it again and again and again. It's also not something that you can copy and paste. You can't just buy somebody else's launch strategy for $47 off a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad and apply that to your business. There's a lot more work involved behind the scenes that you don't see. But it's very easy for you to assume that all there is in a launch is ticking off all of the different tasks because you're not seeing the time that other people are putting into planning the strategy behind their launches. You're just seeing that finished product. You're seeing that finished sales page, the ads, the social media posts, all of those things, but you're not seeing the work that went into the strategy behind those things. And it's very, it's very specific to your product that you have or that you're launching. It's very specific to the problem your product solves. And it's very specific to the people that you are solving that problem for. So you can't copy and paste it, unfortunately. Now, strategy alone, without planning and without action, or even just strategy and action without planning, that would give you a pretty hot mess of a launch. Strategy alone with no planning and action, your launch won't get off the ground. Strategy and action with no planning, no launch. Well, a hot mess of a launch and you're going to feel stressed and you're going to feel overwhelmed. (laughs) So that brings me to the second important pillar and that is planning. If you have more of an ideas brain or more of a strategy brain like I do, planning probably won't come naturally to you and that's okay, but it still needs to be done. And Trust me, take this from someone who never really planned her launches and then wound up kind of doing it all at the last minute the night before. It was very stressful. It was very overwhelming. I would not recommend that approach. Okay, now planning is the process where you are taking everything that needs to be done in your launch and you're putting it into some kind of system. This system might be a project management tool like ClickUp or Asana or Trello. It might be your calendar. It might be your paper planner. It might be some kind of, I don't know, mind map, whatever works for you and your brain. And then as you scale and bring other people into your launches in the future, you'll probably want to start to implement a project management tool because that makes it much easier to collaborate with other people. 
It makes it much easier to assign tasks to people, to track deadlines, all of that. And you know, a lot of them are free. Like you can use the basic versions of most project management tools for free. Um, but don't get too caught up in comparing the tools and setting it all up because that's a rabbit hole that's not going to move you forward on your launch. So when you're planning your launch, you want to write out everything that needs to be done. Brain dump literally every single task that needs to be done and start to break them down into smaller tasks. It's going to feel very overwhelming to see a task that's like create launch content or create week one launch content is still a pretty big task compared with, for example, um, outline podcast episode for week one, record podcast episode for week one, edit podcast episode for week one. That feels less or each part of that feels less overwhelming than create week one launch content. So get really granular with those tasks and add deadlines to them. So you can see what needs to be done as a priority as you work through. I think where we get stuck is we look at this overwhelming to-do list of things we need to do for a launch. We don't have deadlines on them. We don't know what order things need to be done in. And we look at it and we think, oh, that's just too hard. I don't have time to do any of this. Rather than setting, okay, I'm going to launch 90 days. I'm going to open doors 90 days from now. What do I need to do each week in the lead up to make sure this goes ahead? Um, Now, often when people ask me for a step-by-step checklist of everything that needs to be done in their launch, they are hoping for me to give them some kind of plan with, you know, week one, you do this, week two, you do this, week three, you do this. And I do give that to my students inside Launch Magic. I've also thought about creating some kind of checklist like this as a freebie. But every time I think about it, I keep coming back to the same thought. And that is that I don't think I would be serving you by giving you a checklist without supporting you in the other elements of your launch. I can do this in Launch Magic because there is that support with the strategy, there is that support with the action, but giving somebody who doesn't have access to that strategy and that action support, they are going to, I'd be setting them up to fail because taking action on a plan without a solid strategy is unlikely to result in a profitable launch. And strategy takes quite a while to teach. This is why the launch magic process is a 12-week process. This is why it's not a $47 launch plan that you can copy and paste and apply to your business. The other problem with a, you know, just giving you a step-by-step launch plan without the support is that it tells you what to do, great, but you still have to go out and do it. And that sounds like the easy part, but it's probably the hardest part because if you are like most entrepreneurs, most business owners, you'll know that we often have this gap in our mind between knowing what we need to do and actually doing it. And that leads me to pillar three, which is action. Most of us know how to eat healthy and we know how to get fit. We know what's required to do these things. But then every year around the 6th of January, we stop going to those gym classes. We start eating M&Ms and Snickers bars again. We know what we need to do, but we're not doing it. I know how to meditate. I know that meditating makes my mind feel good, but I still don't do it because I prioritize other things over the five minutes I know that's going to make me feel better. 
Most of the time, it is a prioritizing issue. It's a prioritization issue. We don't take action because we're prioritizing doing other things over and above the thing we know we should do. I know I should do a workout, but it's rainy outside and I'd rather watch Netflix. So I choose to prioritize Netflix over my health. I know that meditation makes me feel good, but my to-do list is really long. So I choose to work instead and I prioritized work over feeling good. It's pretty confronting when you look at it this way. I know taking that accountability and that ownership for what you choose to do each day, but it can also be quite freeing because when you realize that it's all just a matter of priorities and the goals that you achieve and the life that you create is just shaped by what you prioritize consistently. If you consistently prioritize to prioritize going for a run over sitting on the couch watching Netflix, you're going to create that fitness and you're going to create that health. You're prioritizing that health. If you consistently prioritize taking action on your launch, that launch will happen. So if you say that you want to launch, but you keep telling yourself that you're too busy only to find yourself spending 30 minutes scrolling through Instagram reels each day or on TikTok or any of those other time-wasting things in our lives, that's a clue that there might be a prioritization problem there. And the other thing that stops us from taking action is mindset. So it might still be that we prior- we want to launch, we know we want to launch, but we still find ourselves prioritizing things like Instagram reels and TikTok over taking action on the launch because of some of the mindset challenges that might have popped up every time we want to work on that launch. Things like imposter syndrome, you know, worrying whether the thing you are launching is good enough to launch. Fear of failure, worrying whether people will actually buy it when you launch. Fear of success, you know, worrying about what it would mean if 50 people signed up for your course and now you have to actually teach this course. And then the fear of like, oh, what if I can't get them results? And what if it's not good enough? Like these are all totally normal fears. We all face them. Fear of uncertainty. That's a pretty big one when you're launching. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if people are going to sign up or not. You don't know what people are going to say about your content, about your webinar, about all of those things, about your product. These are all super, super common mindset struggles. We all deal with them. And that's where having someone else's support can be really helpful, whether it's a coach or a friend who's also launching or in the case of Launch Magic, a group of other people who are launching alongside you. We always go through that mindset muck and it's pretty much the same fears showing up for everyone or the same couple of fears showing up over and over again. And it can really help to see that other people are experiencing these same mindset issues and not not trying to pretend that they don't exist, but saying, okay, cool, I can be afraid of my launch failing and I can still take action at the same time. I, and I can understand that if people don't buy, that's okay. That gives me something to work with. It's more than if I never launch in the first place. If I launch and nobody buys, I can get feedback. I can look at why nobody bought. I can tweak that launch and I can do it again. And the second time you launch is a lot less work. And the third time you launch is even less work. And the fourth time is even less. So 
it becomes it, it becomes uh, like this process or in an experiment even um, if we if it helps to replace that fear of uncertainty with this mindset shift of cool it's uncertain but it's an experiment let's just see what happens and yeah I want it to succeed but hey if it doesn't succeed that's okay too we tweak it again and we relaunch it again so there you have it the three key pillars behind a profitable launch strategy planning and action and we need all of these things for a launch to feel good for it to be successful and for it to actually happen you know like we don't want it to feel like a hot mess we don't want it to just be this box ticking exercise that doesn't get us the profit and we don't want to (laughs) we don't want it to just never get off the ground So strategy, planning, and action. And I teach all three of these pillars inside Launch Magic. Every single step in Launch Magic considers all three parts of that launch, that strategy, that planning, and that action. And doors will be opening up again on the 13th of September. If you want to jump on the waitlist so you can be the first to hear when doors are open, head to stephtaylor.co slash waitlist. If you haven't already hit follow or the plus button in Apple Podcasts for this show, make sure you do so. It'll just mean that you get every new episode delivered straight to your podcast app rather than you having to go and search for it every single time. And if you have any friends who are hoping to launch a digital product or are thinking about launching a digital product, send this episode to them, hit the share button, copy the link and send it their way because it's how I get to help more people. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.